Situations in there, you know what I'm saying? I understood, understood. Yeah. We don't want to go too far, right? Away, but, um, exactly, exactly. You will definitely enjoy it, right? <laughs> Thoroughly, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we got a lot going on. Um, the Free Love Festival is this upcoming Saturday. Okay. Um, I'll let uh my man Emil Akawatse, another Cheney alum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'll give y'all the uh the information on that at the end of the show. So stay tuned. But we got a lot of cool shit coming up, man. We got a great show lined up. You know what I'm saying? The dark liquor is, is, is in rotation right now. And we're going to get it lit. Todd, what you do for your birthday, man? Man, you know, I went to New York. Um, got to sightsee a little bit. Um, I had, I'm not going to get too much into it, but I had a little meeting at the Brooklyn. After that, okay. I was <laughs> drinking up, uh, celebrating just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um, no, no dark liquor like Chris got for us. Yeah, 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 yeah. The official celebration is, is next weekend, and my girl coming to town. So oh, yeah? Who's yeah. coming to town? My friend Rachel. Oh, I thought she was going to say Cardi B. No, that's <laughs> it. Like, <laughs> Jello is coming, I too. She might be going to go see Cardi B in New York. Where? So. Oh, Rachel partying? Where y'all partying at? In New York. We're going to New York. See Cardi B? Shout out to Cardi. That's Shout out to She on the, the Billboard charts now. Hell yeah. Better I'm mad Cardi, man. Top, top 40. Yeah. Top 40, boy, that Jello. Shout it's out to Cardi. It's an R.I.P. too. Yeah, we got we got a dope show today, man. We in the back for a while. It's Tuesday. We drinking and we eating, man. Y'all be At this all right. point, y'all know us, man. 
Smoking, snorting prostitutes. That's a you know you know it's, it's a lot of risk there. 
No, Usher, do Usher wife go on tour with him, like on the road? Is he married or engaged? So, so he, so she doesn't. Cause I, I, cause I remember seeing her. Is he married or engaged? I think they've been married. Um, I, I just remember seeing him at Powerhouse. I know she's years, old. I know her name Grace, right? And he Something was like just, that. he was just so drunk on stage <laughs> that he had to apologize. Yeah, this was like, I'm like three they years ago. Powerhouse. All right, so they've been. So he might not have been married when I seen him in 2014 at Powerhouse, but he was drunk as shit on stage. He had to apologize for being drunk. But like you know, when you get drunk on the road, bad decisions happen. You know what I mean? Any, sure. Anything goes. I mean, we had Tanika for years or whatever. He was with that sexy bitch for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know Usher is no imp. Like right. we, we know Usher. You know, was out there. He liked them cougars. Yeah. Also, and, he, and, he, and he did say the big the big girl uh, Miss Sharp thing said that she was not his type. But so I'm looking on TMZ right now, and they're actually saying Usher never. Settled, made it, you know, had a settlement with another woman about the herpes mm-hmm. or anything like that. This woman just filed a lawsuit. Yeah. Like, you know, it was nothing that's proven or, you know, he's not guilty of anything. You know, he what never woman? paid any money. The original woman, the original accuser. So why I say, why they show documents that she settled money? There's no, it's no that's settlement. It? It's just a suit. Was it on the shade room? No, it's, this is on, it's on TMZ. It says, according to the suit filed by Jane Doe, Karen Usher has stepped in the ring on April 16th at her home. When? Huh? What April 16th? This year. TMZ be fishing sometimes. TMZ be fishing. They be fishing. They be fishing sometimes, though. I need I need like a secondary source, like the Shade Room or Bistro or something. So how like, you gonna believe the Shade Room over? I need a secondary source. I need I need two sources to confirm. You know how it goes. You know, you're in media. True. You know what I'm saying? You need, two, you need two valid sources to confirm. Now you gonna run around and say allegedly. Yeah, you gonna say allegedly everything and be Wendy Williams out here. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, that's and say, exactly. say everybody homosexual. You know what I'm saying? Allegedly. That's what, yeah, that's how she make her living. So, Usher never settled a lawsuit for nothing right now. This is what it's saying. There's no settlement or anything like but that. But he did get sued. He's suing him right now. That's a, that's a, that's a, what? <laughs> what? That's a, that's a new girl. Yeah, keep this out of reading, No, this is from, this is from July 21st. Where's the original girl? My man. This is from July 21st. It's no girlfriend. If y'all can't see this, I just need y'all to know. My man, I was drinking the nuttiest, the nuttiest, like, <laughs> 22 ounce, <laughs> soft, soft, but hard, hard liquor combinations here. It's called Jamaican what? <laughs> yeah, no. Jamaican what? What are you drinking, dog? I'm not going to be trying, dog. <laughs> I'm not going to be trying. It's a lot of jealousy going on. I'm hating. Now, it's a second article from yesterday, and it says, that Usher's insurance company is actually putting him on notice that they are not going to pay the, tw- the twenty million dollars if the yeah. city wins this lawsuit. Yeah, you say that's bad. First of all, you can't sue for us having sex. Like, I don't care what you say. No matter what you say, you, I get it. You can't. Oh, he took away her power, Bruh, You got power to tell him to put a condom on. Yeah, I mean, you can have a condom, on, but you can have a condom on and still transmit herpes, though. It's herpes. It's not. It's not like gonorrhea. If you got an outbreak, outbreak could be anywhere in your pubic area. So none of these women are saying they got herpes. I need to see medical tests. Like a condom is not going to stop herpes. So how are they going to prove that they got it from Usher, that they contracted Well, he will have it. In a lawsuit, he's going to have to prove it. But how can they prove it? How can they prove it? How can they prove it? He gave it to them? Yeah, how? They can't. Exactly. Unless, well, I mean, they can ask him to... 
medical records. They could subpoena medical records. What medical records? You, uh, what is it going to tell you? Usher had it or Usher didn't have it. And this this girl had it or didn't have it. It's not going to tell you how she got it. Right the day after she had sex with Usher, and you know she could prove that she had sex with him the day before or whatever, you know, like a week before. Unless she had a notary with her when she was having sex with Usher, and had a blood test before and after, there's no way you can pin that on Usher. She could have fucked twelve niggas. You know what I'm saying? In the alleyway after she had sex with Usher. True. Nobody's gonna know that. Nobody's gonna know that. You know what I'm saying? We're it's not for, saying that's, that's, that's an example. Now we're victim shaming. I'm just making an example. Not sure. Let's say I could say I'm not hey, trying to victim shaming. Hey man, I'm not backing off my statements. I just created a scenario to cre- to create doubt. I'm not victim shaming. In, in the court of public opinion, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just stating the facts. Is there how? I'm just asking how is this woman gonna prove this? How is this Jane Doe gonna prove her hmm. case? I don't think that's what it's about. It's all about the shit. I think it literally was about the settlement. It's, you don't want to prove I, mean, it. I think it's more so about I'm going to pay you to go away. Right. There's never going to be any court because we know right. that I can't prove this. But I need you to shut up mm-hmm. so I go back to making my money. So I'm going to pay you a couple dollars. But at this point, I don't know. All of this, you know, like you said, with all of these other accusers coming forward, I don't know if this is helping this first lady's, you know, lawsuit anymore. Because Usher, now he's probably pissed at this point. He's like, I'm not, if you, if he end, ends up settling it with this first lady, then it's like, to us, that's some type of admission of guilt. He can be mad, but at, at a certain point, you gotta realize once somebody got a certain amount of money, they have to they have to be more strategic than emotional. True. And he's gonna be more strategic than he is emotional. We well, you know what the tragedy is, right? Huh? He's suing fucking everybody. The damages, yeah. He's suing every fucking body that ever looked at me and looked at me. Anybody <laughs> that owe me money? Anybody that owe me money? They said that nigga. They said that nigga's
I made a statement. I said, boycott the NFL. Let's come with the spirit. Boycott the NFL. They lose a little bit of money. The athletes lose a little bit of money. Who do you think is affected? Who's affected? The rich owners who you think you're affected? Not me. <laughs> the, rich, the rich players who you think you're affected? Or those little people who work and they feed their families off of the NFL? Remember, it's a $5 billion business. Please. So, so, our, so we at the point where we're saying, oh, no. We need to make a stand, right? Even Stop. though we know, listen, let, let's Stop. understand the NFL. Understand the NFL. This isn't, we don't have the leverage that we have. This isn't the Montgomery bus boycott where the 90% of the people who ride the buses are black. This isn't that type of, there's no leverage here. There's no real leverage. What are you talking about? The same, the same reason, you, you, you saying the same reason that, that there's no point in doing this. I didn't say that. No, no, you, you, you said, you, saying you, saying you said, you said, no, 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 you saying there's no leverage, but at the same token, this dude, Colin Kaepernick, they're using, they're using the same theory to say that he can't play in the league because he is impacting their business. He is causing corporate sponsors to back out. He is uh, contributing to, to the ratings drop. You know what I'm saying? So, so you're using the same argument they're making, but on the flip side. E- either way, it's bullshit because we do know that as a consumer, you have all the leverage. If you choose not to tune in and, and the ratings take a dip, you, who you think won't pay attention? The corporate sponsors because they're paying a million dollars for a 30-second spot on the Super Bowl. Come on, man. Stop it. Stop okay. it. And when they lose money, how do they remedy it? How does racist or 30 racist owners remedy this situation? They either what? They concede. But That's what they do. I think the we hope we hope they concede, right? We hope thirty millionaires concede. And if they don't, I don't and give a fuck. They still not getting my coin. If they, they not, not getting my ratings, okay. fuck out of here. What I happens? understand your point, but my I I think I, where my understanding of Chris' point comes in is that's not our problem if they make the cut. Right. We're not <laughs> the ones that's not feeding these families and everything, and you know, not supporting these people anymore. They, you know, it's on the NFL to make a stand. Like, we, it's just more people on our side at this point. So, I I don't see a problem in boycotting the NFL. Like, to me, at this point, just like, how many times are you going to let them blatantly just show that they don't care? Exactly. Like. They, they, they accuse, okay, Chip Kelly accused uh, uh, Deshaun Jackson of being a gang member. And then he cut him. There was nothing to substantiate that claim whatsoever. I got some you know what I'm saying? Put dirt on that man's name. There was, there was, there was no, there was no repercussion okay. for that. You know what I'm saying? You got Ben Roethlisberger that that, that been sexually assaulted multiple women and, and, and made that shit go away because of the bread that he got. You know what I'm saying? You had state troopers who were witnesses to this man. You know what I'm saying? Going in and coming out as from assaulting a woman and nothing happening to this man. Yeah. You got a, a former felon. You know what I'm saying? And, and uh, Michael Vick telling Colin Kaepernick he needs to cut his hair to get back in the league because he played Which in the league. we all disagree with. Greg Hardy assaulted his girlfriend and threw her on a, on a bed full of assault rifles, and he's still in the fucking league. And you telling me that Colin Kaepernick is a bad look because he's out. out on police brutality? Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Break, hear me out, hear me out. At the end of the day, you and I both know that talent trumps everything. And we can say what, you want, we can say what we want to say about – Oh, all these quarterbacks in front of him. But if had Colin Kaepernick had an amazing year last year, motherfuckers wouldn't give a fuck what he, he took. I don't give a fuck what you say. They're using it as yeah. an excuse. But if he was, but think about Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy allegedly beat a woman, kissed a whipper, but they, but but there's a premium on pass rushing. He missed the Super Bowl. But listen, have he missed the Super Bowl? No, but listen. Oh. But
but he got but he got about 14, 15 exacts in one season. Mm-hmm. And there's a premium on passing. So all I'm saying That's is, bullshit, all I'm saying is, but on, on top of that, put it like this: the NFL has been racist since the beginning of time, has it not? Mm-hmm. But yet, when you become an employee of the NFL, you buy into that culture that mm-hmm. I understand what I'm getting myself into. So while on one end we're saying Colin is a victim. We also know, and I don't know if he knew, but we all are cognizant enough to know that this is a racist structure that we're in and we're participating in. But there's a monetary a, a monetary compensation that is up this high to the point where I'm willing to deal with that. Then on the flip end, when these racist owners reinforce this racist structure, people want to boycott. Yeah. What I'm saying is I don't understand it because this is what you signed up so for. What, so what makes, so let me ask you this, since you made that point. What makes this situation different from the L.A. Clippers uh, situation where their owner got caught uh, getting recorded, making mm-hmm. making uh, racial statements towards, towards uh, Leverage. Johnson? Leverage. They made that man sell his team. Leverage. Leverage. <laughs> Hear me out. There's leverage involved here. They made him sell the his NBA team. is about 90% black, right? Also, what's the NBA? The NFL. What's the NBA? Hear me like out though. Hear me out though. But I'm the just, simple, I'm just, you know, I'm 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 gonna tell you why. You ask the question, I'm gonna answer. Yeah. The problem is this: there are what 30 NBA teams. There are probably 300 players, right? The compensation that they're receiving, the money they're receiving, the power that they have, the power that the union has. They got guaranteed. They contracts. got guaranteed contracts, so they have leverage. So in the court of law, they got way more leverage. And you know what? At the end of the day, they have. Their union back at them saying, you know what? If you don't get this racist guy out of here, we're not going to play. Period. It's very difficult in the NFL because they run it like a slave ship. They run it like a, you know, and and and, and in all honesty, maybe we should have done a little bit better of a job within the NFL of yeah. making sure we had more control. Bro, how Jim Brown was right. How don't they have guaranteed contracts in the NFL? Why? The, the, mo- the most dangerous professional sports you can possibly play and you don't have guaranteed contracts. They, treat they you, don't have leverage, and they, they don't treat, care to have leverage. They treat, you, they treat you like livestock. So back to my point. You get treated how you allow people to treat you. Absolutely. But listen, but listen, but what are we doing, though? What does that say about us? We are training our kids, right, to work hard, to aspire, to work for racist owners. Yeah, and to hush up and take it. And yep. hush up and take hush the money. And take it, yep. And then, we, and, and then when they make it, they smile with their jewelry on, not knowing they are reinforcing this racist structure. Period. So and now, and then they go broke. So yeah, and then they go broke. And so now, you got people saying, "Oh, we should boycott the NFL. We should have been boycotting the motherfucking NFL. Our kids should be playing no motherfucking football." Boom. Why? One on top of that, not only is it dangerous and it shortens your lifespan, we don't get paid enough motherfucking money. Real and talk. people keep running around here talking about some, "Oh, when you poor and you this, then that's bullshit, dog." Listen, Cole, can I can I slightly change the conversation, but not really? Good. Did you get the? Uh, did you get anything in the mail about the class action lawsuit? Yeah. For the NCAA. Yeah. For uh, concussions, concussions uh, from playing college football. Wow. Yeah. And on top of that, Quick and I will, will both probably attest to the fact that, yeah, our lives probably are going to be a little bit yeah, shorter because sure. we play football. Regardless, there's sure. no middle ground here. Mm-hmm. Quick was an undersized linebacker. I was an undersized yeah. running back, D-back, yeah. everything. Yeah. There was no, oh, your head ringing. It's, come on, man, suck it up. Yep. Oh, the linebacker. Justin Allen, he lined up. You want to play <laughs> running back? Ah, oh, you better block him. I'm yeah. 160 pounds soaking wet. J.A. might be 250. Right. He coming full speed. Remember, J.A. coming full speed, and I'm supposed to stand my ground. Right. 
160 and 250. Boom, your head shaking. All right, cool. And you get, That's get, the get back in there. But we didn't know anybody. We didn't know anybody. We loved the sport. We loved the game. The difference is, and I don't know, I don't know how Chris felt this. I never wanted to play in the NFL. One, I always thought the NFL was short money. I always considered myself an intellect. I was like, listen, I'll make more money with my brain in probably thirty minutes than I'll probably ever make in the NFL, yeah. even if I was that talented. So it would have been a, it would have been very conflicting for me. Like my guy, uh, I don't know my man's name in the Ravens that left. Oh, MIT, Urschel. Uh, Urschel. He's Penn State, yeah. He, um, he, he uh, MIT guy. He's an MIT guy. He's a Penn State guy. He's going to MIT now. No, no, he's at MIT already. Yeah, he's going to MIT now that he's, he's, now, now that he's, now that he's retired from Well, no, no, no. He had already started. He had already started. He had already started at MIT. He's a, matter of fact, he's a, he's a PhD candidate at MIT. Okay. So he's so, so it's conflicting. When you know enough, what they say, the paradox of education. When you start knowing, you're like, wait a minute. This exactly. shit ain't really worth what I thought it was. And that's kind of what I think happened with Colin. Like, he was a young guy coming into the league. He, he wasn't he wasn't woke yet. Like, he didn't know every all of the moving parts and how everything worked yet. And as he, you know, he functioned also, within the confines of the organization, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, and he got some more information from the internet through life experiences, through his companions, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? He saw the league for what it was, and he said, yo, we're not doing enough. We're not doing enough. Because when the NBA, when the NBA had that situation with the um with the Clippers owners, you know what I'm saying? The the, the players were vocal. They were vocal and they were visible. But and, they also and, and, in the middle of the season, in the middle of the season, the the owners and the league had to do something to make sure everything was smooth over because they could have had a strike situation with the walkout in the middle of the they season. Banded together. Exactly. That, exactly. That with these guys, and you you know you saw a little bit of support come out, you know, at first, but then when it was like. They messed with this with. Everybody got right back. Well, well, you, know, you know why that is, though, right? Why? Because in the NBA, who's the face of the league? Black people. LeBron, mm-hmm. Harden, Westbrook, right. Durant, Curry. Who's the face of the NBA? I mean, the NFL. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers. Drew Brees. Da da da. You know what I mean? The quarterbacks. The quarterbacks are the face of the league. The majority and, of them are white. And we all know you're not allowed to be a quarterback in the NFL if you're black. For real, for real. Like it's just I mean, a hand, huge there's time. a handful. Yeah, there's a handful of exceptions. But we. But when when most of the league is black and the quarterbacks ain't. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and the, and the punters, like the punters ain't. You know what I mean? Like you telling me a black person can't punt the ball the same way a white person punt the ball, or a Hispanic person can't punt the ball the same way. You know what I mean? Like how many white punters and kickers? So have back to back to you your know? original point about how effective do you feel? Hear me out. Boycotting a racist structure that we have supported probably since the beginning that they had these teams, and a lot of times they didn't allow us on the field or didn't allow us at the game. Do you think this boycott can be effective the way the NBA thinks? Uh, my sure answer is possibly, but whether it makes a long-term difference or not, I can personally choose to not participate and contribute my resources to something that, that compromises my morals as an individual. So you want a moral victory. You're not worried that's about perfectly, the tangible. That's perfectly so fine you're not worried about me. the tangible. That's perfectly fine by me. We, 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 we all got to do what we got to do. You know, what, so it if, makes you, so if, you feel, if you feel comfortable watching NFL football, knowing that it blackballed somebody out of the league because they spoke out against police killing unarmed black men, then that's cool. That's for you. But for me, I can't do that. So football is not that important to me that I have to compromise my morals as a man just, just, just to watch football. It's not that important. 
good partnership with the American Institute of Health. Yep. How do y'all feel about that? Like, how my thing is, I feel like how many times, like I said before, do they have to show that they really don't? They paying to make care. they paying to make you go away. NFL been paying to make you go away. Now it's so mainstream, you know. And and really, the Will Smith movie concussion blew the blew the doors off of it. You can't hide it anymore now. Like it's it's a, a major motion picture. You can't hide it. But they're gonna do whatever they can to undermine it because they know that they're responsible for paying out paying out the damages. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna keep you know what I'm saying sidestepping responsibility for it. They're not trying to work with nobody to find a solution. They just trying to <laughs> put it off for as long as they can so they don't gotta pay. <laughs> what happened was they. Donated money, but there were strings attached. And the National <laughs> Institute of whoever it was, National, National Institute of Health is a federal organization, a federal a federal agency. No, no, they had this, but this particular organization was not federal. Yeah, Todd was talking about the National Institute of Health. Yeah, that's a federal, that's a federal agency. I'm, I'm telling you, it's a federal agency. You feel like that? I'm, I'm I thought they were a private. I thought they were private. The National Institute of Health. It's a, it's a federal agency. We'll fact check that. But not just fact. I'm, I'm reading the article. Yeah, the article now. Just Google NHNH. I think it's more of a private one. But quick for you guys, quick quick for you guys. Either way, I heard the report. Um, you apply for NIH jobs and uh, USA jobs as well. Okay, well, Todd is a, is a stat checker. So yeah. I think. Um, it is. It's dot gov. Yeah. Which I guess is I actually. It's dot gov. Yeah. Sport, 
teaching and things that work. So football is listen. Football is 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 slowly being affected because parents are like, whoa, you know, why do you think they keep putting money into uh, telling kids, oh, helmet up and play safe? There's right. no such thing as playing safe in a sport that Chris, makes your brain. Chris Borden, that was that was his name, right, Chris Borden. That makes your brain your brain rattle and then suspend. There's no such thing as playing safe in that. It's always going to be a risk. And now parents are waking up. I, I don't know if my mom would have not let us play, but I know, that's, I know that I'm thinking about, eh, is it worth my son's head getting knocked around? I don't know. I don't really know. It would have to be a personal choice of his Bruh. that he really wants to play. But to Bruh. me, it's not worth it. Man. Exactly. I, I didn't already been back and forth as much as I could be back and forth about it. And the more information that comes out, none of it is coaching me back. To and the people my who play, the people it. who play, no disrespect. And I love oh, it. I love it. Football gave me a lot of opportunities, but it taught me a lot too. It taught me how to think. A lot of a lot of things that you learn, a lot of principles you learn in football are transferable in life. And if you can transfer those period? principles, no, nah, it's not sports. Period. Because I mean, I, I don't. I mean, you could probably speak to it too. Like I played competitive, organized basketball, baseball, football, track. You know what I mean? Football really taught me the most transferable skills in life, and that's and that's just me. You talking about teamwork? But that's because you went the farthest with football, though. So that's a little bit. Mm, you went the farthest with football. But I still play ball, though. You know what I mean? I'm still a student of the game. You I know mean, what I mean? you got other sports like I always before breaking the sport with like lacrosse and everything. Lacrosse was kind of the same energy as football. I think that contact sports. Yeah, like you know, it's the same kind of risk and everything. Yeah. Like I think they wear help. They wear like a little bit more. And lacrosse, gear. it's yeah. less. It's less gear, but it's a little less contact. So right. it's a lot less contact. They don't really grab your legs and stuff like that. That's what most, a lot yeah. of the injuries happen anyway. And as far as like your knees and stuff like that. Yeah, they're not really like blowing each other up either. It's a little bit more along the lines contact wise. Because now, this is the funny part. Now, as a culture, we are upset about the mistreatment of Colin Kaepernick and a bunch of other people. But as a culture, we're the ones that's put more time into academics yeah, yeah, yeah. than we have. Uh, that's going to be odd. I think that's going to be odd. I've done babysitting. Didn't I tell you what's going to happen after the trial? We're the ones that has uh, devoted so much time and resources into our kids making it to the NFL or the NBA. Because we try to hit a lick. Right. <laughs> but at the same time, at the same time, now we want to be upset because we had to play a, a, a set of rules that we feel like isn't isn't geared or isn't fair to us. And it's like, well, at the end of the day, no one said that we that this was the only way. Mm-hmm. We just saw this as the only way. So we also have to take a little bit of a responsibility here when we're saying, yo, how many kids you think that didn't make it would have made it in other industries? Exactly right. was the only way it was presented to us that this was right. the only way out exactly. so like unconventional sports like you know like back in the sport they taught kids fencing mm-hmm. i never really you know grew up like with no organization that was willing to teach me how to fence or yeah. anything like that you know you don't even think that that type of stuff is possible and now like i even know um a girl that's going around teaching kids about like you know like marketing jobs and like communications and everything when i was growing up none of that stuff was you know out there like you know most that i got into was so like, progress is being made yeah basically so, but but at the We're same time, we're seeing more. Yeah. 
we don't own the NBA and we don't own the NFL. And these are private entities and they're free to, you know, employ and not employ whom they wish. So while, yes, we may have a, a sort of an impact, the bigger picture is why the fuck would I want to work for somebody who, 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 who at, the, at the drop of a hat can make me expendable? He said, though, even more, more uh, kind of to your point, like, exactly, and that's the point. Why you, why you, why you work to have your own, to have some type of, some type of skill, develop your own skill set, so that, so that right. you're not so dependent on somebody else making you eat. If you got fired today, guess what? I bet you you'll figure out a way to make some money. If Quick got fired today, I bet you you figure out to make some money. If right. I got fired today, which it happens multiple times, I find a way to make some money. And I'm not, I don't, and we're not meaning from an nefarious. Intent or standpoint, oh, we're no, saying we have we have opportunities and we have skill sets and we have the intellect to where we don't necessarily have to depend on the the rat race to make us money. So, Ob, you say that. So, what with all these hundred million dollar contracts rolling around in the NFL and the NBA, what's stopping these niggas from creating their own league? We already seen the USFL and the USFL could have could have knocked off the NFL. It's the XFL. XFL, even though uh, uh, Vince McMahon had no clue what the fuck he was doing, he almost accidentally, you know, created a competitor for to the NFL. What's stopping these players from creating their own league? Well, the NFL is a monopoly. Yeah. And they're also backed by the government. So when you try to create these leagues, the NFL does a very good job of making sure, one, they own Sundays. The NFL owns a day that is technically the most, was, was one, of, one of the biggest... They made it synonymous with God. They own Sundays, Thanksgiving, Mondays, yeah, Thanksgiving right. Thursdays. So when you have that much power, season. but guess what? But it's there's not the no best product. Thing. But it's not the best product that it and can be. It's just the only product in town. Absolutely. Listen, listen. The market at some point, if you stop allowing the NFL to monopolize everything, the market at some point will, will, will adjust itself and allow a competitor. Right. The problem is they don't have any competitors because the, the government works hand in hand with the NFL. Right. But peep this though. You got the NFL, right? Like I said, you got all these $100 million contracts. You got the NBA, all these $100 million contracts. You got teams like the the San Francisco 49ers in Silicon Valley with all of this tech money. There's more than enough money to make this shit happen. What's stopping it from happening, though? I think it's more so about ideas. It's about people, um, the right people being able to convince the other right people, the people with the capital, that, that it can be done and that mm-hmm. a profit can be made off of it. Um, I think that you know, just like with Las Vegas. Nobody thought that the, a team would be able to be in Las Vegas in Kansas City. But there were certain people that got it done. You know, we made a lot of excuses about this and about that. But for the most part, it was able to get done. I, I do think the NFL needs a rival. Um, but I think ultimately, we need to really start to not hedge our bets with our children on sports so much. Right. Because right. I feel like at the end of the day, sports is an outlet. Sports, for some, for a very small few, is a way of life and it's a profession. But even for those, it's only a small profession. How many people really have 20-year careers? Not a lot of them. Some of them, I think the, the NFL uh, career span is like five or six years. And the Not NBA is like, or four years, like three four years. And the NBA, it might even be the same because it's such a small number. The NFL might be a little bit NBA. longer. Okay, the NBA, let's say six or seven years. A little bit easier to hang out in, in the NBA. Either way, at the, at the end of the day, we are, you know, like they, like they always say, we got, you know, 500 jobs, and we got millions of kids fighting for these same 500 yep. jobs when there are other opportunities. Every kid is unique. The wonderful thing I like about Silicon Valley and about the Apples and about the Googles is that a lot of these things started with ideas. Sure, there were a lot of, you know, um, opportunities that came their way with these ideas, but for the most part, 
a lot of it came from them having that ingenuity. And we don't really, we just say, oh, because you're poor, you can't afford to focus on academics. Right. You got to play sports. Because exactly. I know that so-and-so, he made it, you can make it just like him. You can you can you can go work for the NFL. You, you, you can go work for the NBA. Right. We teaching our kids how to be workers. We're training our kids how to be livestock. Horses yep. get raced. Horses get treated like this. Horses, we livestock to them. The combines, check it out. You put on some little short shorts, right? They poke and they prod you. They test you. They, they test your blood. They measure shit. you. They make you run. They make you jump. So all I'm saying is, at the end of the day, I know it's hard because people got their kids, they want their kids to make it. My kid's probably not going to play in any NBA or NFL. Why? Because he's probably going to have so many options that he's going to be like, ah, I'm all right. I don't want to go there. I don't feel like doing that. And that's what you want to do. I, if you want to go to the NBA and you have the talent, cool. If you, you want to go to the NFL, well, fuck the NFL because at the end of the day, I don't think my son going to play football. And I just, I think, I think it's too dangerous. The millions aren't worth it. You know, is that millions worth like and it's short. not guaranteed millions either. That's you know what I mean? Not. It's a right. gamble. It's a gamble. And like you're gambling with your with your with your child's health, mental health. And the problem is, with, with especially when you come from poverty, I really truly believe that those who are impoverished need, my personal feeling, need to build up their wealth. The reason why is for some of us, because I feel like when you come from literally nothing, that means the people around you come from nothing as well. And when you get this gap pot of gold, it's very, very, very difficult to sustain not only the lifestyle that you get with that jack pot of gold, but to sustain that jack pot of gold because everyone is no one has anything. And yeah. I feel like if you're able to build it up where you know, you might go from making sixty thousand a year, now you make it one twenty, then you make it two forty, then you make it six hundred thousand to the point where you've been able to build up, you understand the power of money, you understand credit, you understand all the things that you need to kinda Sustain a lifestyle. Not only that, but we need more of that. We keep trying to tell people to idolize basically people who are winning the lottery. That's what the NFL NBA is. Yo, keep idolizing people that's winning the lottery, and we're not even paying attention to those people who just building. And what what, what happens to most people that win the lottery? They They go broke. They blow the money and go broke. So, so that that that's like a great segue for our next our next topic because we're talking about longevity, right? So, like we're talking about. uh, that longevity. So, so Donald Trump, President Trump, or whatever, okay. he made these statements um, in regards to North Korea yesterday. Um, wow! Wow! Snapping. And apparently, he's speaking for him. He's not speaking for us, North Korea. And today, <laughs> like, and today it comes out that he was ad libbing. Like that wasn't a part of the script. Him talking about uh, the the fire and fury that the United States would unleash against North Korea if they made any other threats against the U.S. So. So as far as longevity goes, man, and, and we know that uh, North Korea has uh, nuclear warheads ten times of the magnitude of the ones that that uh, hit Hiroshima. Um, how many years? I think it's uh, what is it seventy five years? False, but fifty yeah. years? No, no, it's not false, but um, Damn, they they didn't put out all of the the metrics for us. They what's false? Ain't what's false? Listen, they don't what's have their, their nuclear program isn't as advanced as everyone's saying it is. And you know that how? Because that's 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 we know that for a fact. Listen, there are who, ways that you who are we, who are we, see see because I can't divulge all my sources, <laughs> but but we but but we should know that my anybody source, anybody my, telling you that is hyperbole. That's we, hyperbole. They don't know. They don't know what they're talking about. We they should know, know that my sources 
are one thousand <laughs> with the rubber stamp on it. You know what I'm saying? They know they know just as much as they as, it, as they think they know. This is so so you so you telling me that they cooking up the same meats that we was cooking up back in the sixties? I'm not saying that. I'm not exactly. Saying that. What cook, I'm saying is cook, they're cooking up more powerful. Listen, now. all I know is they're not playing with us when they send out um, projections of what those nuclear missiles and everything can hit. Mm-hmm. They're not playing with us. They, they know. I, 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 I'll tell you why it won't happen, but at the same token, we need to be very quick, aware what's, of this. Quick, what's is America's number one deterrent? Hmm? Quick, what's America's number one deterrent? Number one has always been. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. <laughs> Got our weapons. Got everything. What's, what's America's number one deterrent? You tell me, man. You geography. Tell geography. You think so? Always been geography. For some odd reason, right? We just got very lucky. To where the founding fathers came here and stole the land from the right people that is so far from England and is so far from Asia that even if they weren't even capable, which they aren't, they said that they're looking at bombing Guam, which is fucked up. Shout out to my my Guamians. If y'all not familiar, if y'all not familiar, Guam is a U.S. territory. Right. So they're saying, you know what? We got we got over uh, twenty. Five thousand U.S. troops at Guam, right. and I know that for a fact because right, I, I got yeah. I got coworkers that yeah, that, yeah, that, that over there, that over there now, and we got we got about a hundred thousand U.S. civilians right. in, on, on the island. Of now Guam. the problem is this though: I think that North Korea. First of all, we keep running around talking about this nuclear, this nuclear, that. The nuclear is always the last option. One, North Korea, North Korea doesn't necessarily have the same caliber that we have, and two. We got a wild card. I'm going to tell you the wild card we have. China. Let's tell you why China's a wild card. China make a lot of money from the U.S. Well, they, and own, money, well, and well, they, they own all our debt, so they're so they not, they not going to fuck with us. Right, right. China has this type of this type of protective rate. Like, look, at the end of the day, we make China's been able to be progressive and to have, I mean, we ship everything there. They make everything from there. There's a lot that's going on in China. So Pub- Public service announcement. I need this box of joints. I'm trying. You know I'm trying. Ivy is. I'm a Yeah, yeah. Ivy, you got to be a part dog. You is not holding it down for the set. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But just imagine Thirsty Thursday throwback. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no way to class on Friday. Straight, straight, straight out of the storage bin. You know what I'm saying? Just scoop it out and make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Get you, get you a couple fruits in there. No, but <laughs> no, but um, I think with North Korea, man, I feel like it's a lot of posturing, and with Trump. I just don't even know if Trump ever even been in a fist fight. And no, I just he hate, ain't been in a I just hate people talk man. shit. Like, that's like a, a, a little bit off topic. topic. I've seen a post from um, Shannon Briggs, and he was saying how it was like a meme. It was a meme of this fat guy at a computer, and it says, if I was grown, I would have thrown more punches. And that's the thing. Everybody is a critic to things that they've never done before. Right. They'll say, oh, I would have thrown more punches. I've never even, I don't think I've ever sparred past five rounds. To even think that to actually fight in a world class fight for twelve rounds, I don't really know if, it's if uh, unless you've actually done it and have actually got to the point where you even did two to three rounds, then you would right. think. Think how tired you were, and that's how I kind of can put it together. But for people who've never done it, they yeah. like, man, I, he didn't throw more punches. Why won't let his hands go? I'm like, bruh, like you haven't been tired. You be worried about protecting yourself. But that's a little bit off topic. I don't think Donald's ever really been in a fight. He ain't never been shot at. Well, let's well, let's let's He's let's keep in mind that we're trouble, yeah. Let's keep in mind that we're in an era right now where where a lot of people haven't been in fights before. You know what I mean? This is this is this is a gun era. So so for a government, so our government, this is this is the drone era. 
we, we, we don't even have, you know, for the areas we've been occupying since 2003, Iraq, Afghanistan, etc. We don't even necessarily have troops on the ground doing dirty work on a day-to-day. We're dropping drone strikes on the motherfuckers. So, so we, so we not even getting our hands dirty the same way. And I feel like that's always gonna be the um the conflict that we have moving forward with technology. That as our artificial intelligence becomes more complicated, more complex, and and, and more uh flexible to, to our needs, we're gonna be a whole lot more loose with with our our decision making when it comes to precision strikes and military action. Tell me this: How do you feel about this? So, sure, North Korea is a threat, but, and we should always take every threat seriously, but at what point do we know that our military capability can really thwart any threat at any point in time, anywhere in the world? At what point, huh? Because we should- How confident are we in I'm I'm not I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why I'm not confident. Here here's the thing. Okay. North Korea is is a, just like a shitty ass Kushu peninsula. Right. In the sense that there it's a lot of mountains, it's a lot of hills, and they built their nuclear arsenal so deep underground in these mountains that even if we did drop drop bombs and missiles and stuff like that, anything short of a nuclear strike isn't going to disrupt their their nuclear program because their shit is so far underground and in the mountains. So, and then you also got to keep into keep in mind that we have an ally in South Korea, which is right there, and a good number of North Korea's nuclear missiles, well not nuclear missiles, but a, a, a good number of their missiles and artillery yep. are located right at the border of North and South Korea. So, so, so if we, so if we pop off of North Korea, just know that, that South Korea is gonna get the business first, and, and they gonna be flat. But like the they done, is, they done. It's a wreck. Does North Korea have the capability to fight uh, a South Korea, a United States, a China, basically the United Nations? Yeah, I mean, like you gotta think. Or they, really just, or they really just got the the most powerful weapon on earth. But. But a lot of people have the most powerful weapon on earth, but they don't necessarily have the terrain. Just look at look at Viet, the Vietnam War. They didn't have the most sophisticated weaponry. You know, they didn't have the best military. But their terrain was so difficult to work for somebody that wasn't from there that we was dropping troops in there by the hundreds of thousands, and them motherfuckers was just in the bushes waiting, and we couldn't see them, and they were just popping out, lighting, up, lighting, us, up, lighting us up left and right. We didn't win the Vietnam War. <laughs> we didn't win that war. We just left. <laughs> it's just over. Yeah, it's just over. Like you just call that shit quits. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it. Every 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 battle is not a winnable battle, man. But when you got somebody that's really arrogant in power, and like, they not the one that's on the front line, they might set us up for the L. My thing is, is how much damage are they going to be willing to do for them to leave? Like I'm not thinking that they're going to over there either. You know what I mean? Like, it's a dictatorship. So you think Kim Jong-il gives a shit about the troops that he about to send out to slaughter? He could care less. He might as long, as long as he, he might care less than Trump does. Yeah, exactly. People, people, people are going to die. Like, yeah. Period. Like, yeah. They don't care, man. Uh, I think we should, we should, we should
we move along from this, um, I did want to talk about, um, I mean, we can kind of segue into relationships since that's our, like, forte. 